Hello, it is me, Benji, here for episode two of the Gender is a Bitch podcast. So, um, I'm in a new setting. I'm back at my living quarters. Um, I've already made my coffee, so should be no interruptions this episode. I, um... Did my makeup, obviously. Feel pretty good about it today. I went a little light on the eyeshadow. Um, and yeah, I kind of like the look. My hair was wet, so it's like pulled back in the headband, but it looks, I think it looks nice with the hoop earrings. But today I want to talk about what is gender because someone in a YouTube comment had said like, oh, so you're gender fluid, so you can like men and women. Um, and that's not necessarily the case. That means you're bisexual. Um, so there's differences between sex, gender, sexuality, uh, like gender expression. Um, all these things are different and they don't, and one doesn't necessarily mean the other. So if you're gender fluid, you are not also bisexual by default. You can be gender fluid and straight. You can be transgender and like, like you could be a transgender male to female and only like woman still. You know, that's totally normal, um, totally valid. Um, you know, all these things are normal. I, I don't really like that word, I guess. Like, what is normal? Like, we define what normal is. So all these things are normal. Everything that I talk about in my opinion, is normal, you know, we're humans, we all do different things, so I don't want to discriminate against one preference of being uh, against another preference of being, but, um, you know, in addition to seeing that comment, this was something I already wanted to talk about, because I think it's a good, it's a good, like, lesson, um, you know, it's really validating to learn this stuff. Uh, for me personally, it definitely validated my feelings where it felt like, for me, it felt like at times like, oh, I like to dress feminine, I want to present as a female, I have to be transgender, I have to go do all this stuff. Um, and if you want to do that stuff, it's totally fine, right? Everyone's different, I can't stress that enough, but I felt this pressure, like, if I really want to be female, I have to, like... Uh, maybe take um, the estrogen, the HRT, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to change my voice, I mentioned that last episode, that's not the case, you know, everyone, I can be female, you know, like right now I'm female, to me I'm female, um, and those who respect me, you know, they say, yeah, that is female right now, um, so, sex. We start out with sex. Sex, male, female, and there is something called intersex. Intersex. And I'm not the best at explaining what that is, but it's very important to understand what that is, I think, or to know that it exists. And basically, quick, brief, intersex are people who are maybe born with both types of genitals. So they might have like something feminine but then they also have like a penis or something or vice versa and that's probably like 
very brief explanation. I think there'll probably be an episode where I talk in detail about intersex people because I think that that subject probably deserves more attention. Um, but anyway, we have just basic understanding. We have male and female sexes. Males have, you know, the penis. Females have the reproductive system. I'm not a freaking scientist, so I can't really go on it a ton. Um, <laughs> and then, so as a, as our sex, like, we're not super different. Um, like, women have periods, right, and their hormones fluctuate. Well, men's hormones fluctuate just as much, um, you know, depending on the, on the person, but they just don't have, you know, the blood coming out of their private area, which, you know, that's, it's more than that. You know, I know, you know, period is more than that, but you get the idea. So there's this societal idea like, oh, like women on their periods, like they get so moody. Well, men actually have hormonal cycles just like women do on their periods. So, and there's studies when we look at People have, there's really, so first of all, there's really no way to study these things scientifically with data, like, because people are so much more complex um, than that. And it's, there's aspects of gender and gender expression that we can't really, they're, they're in our brain. Like you can't, it's hard to study, like, what is the value of the tendency that this person would want to like wear a dress? Like you can't study that. It doesn't exist. So there isn't necessarily enough data to say, you know, gender is completely a social construct, but I don't think there's enough data to say that gender is defined by your sex. So, and there's, there is a, a hormonal graph, um, and it's like a bell curve of men and women's hormones, right? Um, and this this graph overlaps way more than it is separate. It basically kind of shows this is, you know, somewhat of scientific evidence that men and women, we are a lot more similar than we are different. And as I said last episode, you can think of, you know, the people who are like, oh, like women are so emotional and like, and like whatever, you can think of a man who fits that characteristic perfectly, you know? Um, so gender is, so you have sex, male and female, that's your birth, you know, your, your birth sex, you know, I'm, I'm biologically male. I was born with those scientific organs, right? But then we have gender, and gender is imposed on us from a very young age. I mean, even before you're born. Like, look at, like, gender reveal parties where it's like, it's a boy. Like, we know it's going to be a boy, so we go buy all the Transformer toys and the building blocks and the blue stuff. And so straight out the womb, you're literally, the stuff that's considered guy stuff is just like forced on you so that's like all you know right um so of course like it makes sense i mean you're just forcing your kid this stuff um so they like it and you're like yeah he's a boy of course he likes it looks like well that's all you're giving him right 
or it's a girl like oh she loves her like my little ponies and stuff that's all she wants um and then you have something like school which is a gendered institution and i mean oh no my computer just gave me a warning um God. I'm going to just keep going. I think it's okay. But, um, I just lost the train So, s schools are like gendered institutions. So, you have, from a very young age, you get to school and, and they start doing things like boys on this side of the room, girls on this side of the room. And, you know, the girls are wearing certain clothes, the boys are wearing certain clothes. So, you, as a child, you, at a very young age, you don't fully understand gender it's it's taught to you right like it's literally taught to you like boys do this girls do this and you're just kind of like oh okay and you just fall in line um and then you have the bathrooms like oh i go to the boys bathroom because i'm a boy and it's like that's what i am um so we have these gendered institutions that kind of push gender onto you at a very early age i mean school is the best example i think but even at home you know depending on your home life um, it's definitely different for everyone, but for me, I think I had a pretty gendered home life. Um, like, it was like, I have a brother and a sister, and so, like, it was always very much like, Mary's, or she's the only girl, like, oh, like, it was like a big deal, like, two boys and a girl, ooh, and it's like, well, what does that mean? Like, like, I get what it means, but, you know, we kind of create this idea so in my opinion gender is a social construct and you know I could definitely speak more on that um, as we go along but then you have sexuality and sexuality is basically a spectrum so you have gay straight bisexual there's I'm I mean I don't want to be disrespectful I just don't know all of the the terms I know there's like pansexual there's like a lot of different terms, you know, none of them are more valid than the others, you know, they're all equally okay, and like I said, sexuality is really a spectrum, so, and I think I mentioned this last episode, um, so it's like, you're not just only one thing, like, I mean, you could be, it just depends, like, I don't feel totally a certain way in my sexuality on a given day, like, Monday I may feel more into guys, Tuesday I may feel more into girls, and that's, like, totally okay, it's just, like, it comes and goes, just, like, feel how you feel, but that's, like, kind of hard to do sometimes, right, like, you think, like, oh, I need to be like this all the time, it's like, no, I'm straight, like, oh, I only like girls, and then it's, like, yeah, you think about maybe liking guys, and you're, like, no, I'm not gay, and it's because we also have this, like, societal idea of what gay is you know like we have these like like the gay pride parade and you see and that's like the kind of like the mainstream representation of what a gay person is we see on tv in the news and the media it's like shirtless people waving stuff around they're like total freaks man like oh man and it's like those are gay people they're freaking sex addicts and crazy and it's like that's that's not, you know, not all gay people are like that, and there's nothing wrong with being that, but that's, like, the representation we get pushed onto us, or it's, like, some extremely flamboyant, like, drama-y, like, gay guy who's, like, 
has a really high-pitched voice. And again, nothing wrong with that, but that's like what we see inside, and people are like, yeah, that's a gay guy. So then you meet someone, you may meet someone who's totally straight, who talks like this, and goes like this, and is like feminine, and then you're like, oh, that guy's gay. And you just, and it's like, you know, I see that all the time. People are like, oh, I know that guy's gay. And it's like, do you? And it's like, I, I get it. Like, maybe he is. I mean, he's that's who he is. That's fine. Or maybe they're playing into the stereotype. I mean, again, like, everyone's different. We live how we want to live. But, you know, we attribute these certain things to liking penis like oh this person has a high-pitched voice they like penis is like it's like what is this stuff doesn't doesn't necessarily mean the other like it's like you're gonna be like oh like look at him he's wearing red shoes oh you know what that means he like loves chocolate you know that's what that means it's like where did you pull that out of you like you pulled it out of thin air well imagine if for years on TV, you'd been seeing people in red shoes eating lots of chocolate. Well, then there you go. You're like, no, it's natural. Dude, people with red shoes eat chocolate all the time. And it's like, you see what I mean? Like, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> but, so yeah, sexuality is really like a spectrum. I mean, there's no wrong or right way to be. It's totally okay. Um, But it can suck when, like, you're not sure what your sexuality is and you feel this pressure to be one or the other and it's like well maybe I like guys but I don't really conform to the whole like flamboyant party go crazy like gay culture that is like for pushed in your face when you see like what is a gay person on TV you know so yeah it can it can really suck but um so yeah we went over sex which is biological you're either male or female there is something called intersex. I will, do want to talk about that at some point. And then we have gender, which is the social idea of, you know, if you're biologically male, you are like this. If you're biologically female, you are like this. But as I explained, we're a lot more similar than we are different. Some men, like, like literally, like, we are just people. Like, in my... And that's partly my opinion based off the idea of gender being a social construct. There's people who will argue with science and biology that no gender is like natural. But honestly, look at the, the crazy differences that we have just created. Like, yes, I think there may be natural tendencies depending on the man, depending on the woman. But I think for the most part, we are all very like just the same. Like I, I'm... Like I, my, like I said, I have a sister. I'm much more, like, sensitive, and I enjoy, like, I think, you know, different things that could be considered feminine more than she does, like, you know? And it's, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's just one example of, like, I mean, I'm sure you could think of, I mean, there's plenty of examples of women in the military, women doing all kinds of things that are considered manly and, and vice versa. So it's, like, when you really start to think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, huh? But then it's, you watch TV and these ideas are just reinforced, reinforced, reinforced so much that you think they're real. But when you really like stop and look around and they're like, oh wait, you're like, no, um, they're not like as real as we're like made believe. Um, and it could be like a chicken and egg thing. Like what came first, the media putting these ideas in our head or like, did we just do it in TV shows or just based off real life? Well, I don't know, man. I mean... 
I tend to believe, you know, it's a little of both. Um, but the media definitely influences how we live. Um, so, so yeah. And then we went over sexuality, which is like a spectrum. Um, so yeah, you could be a cross-dresser and you can be totally straight. You can be, you can like cross-dressing and you can also be like very tough, very manly. That's, that's okay. Like if you want to like clothes, I think are just the biggest, like, um, kind of the biggest indicator, like a dress, you know, men don't wear dresses like at all, really. And if you wear a dress, you like have to pass as feminine, I think for the most part, or else you're, you know, very li like likely to get made fun of or something. Maybe not very likely, you know, depends where you live. The world is very big. It, it can really depend. But I think I speak mostly in the context of American culture because that's where I am. So I just want to clarify that. Um, so especially where I live in the southern part of the United States, like I like you have to make sure you're passing or like whatever where you're at a very safe space with friends if you want to like wear a dress and not do makeup and cover your facial hair and like, you know, you need to make sure you look feminine in all parts. You can't just wear the dress and look not feminine in other parts, I believe. Um, and then you see like skirts and like, I've seen pictures of certain famous men like wearing skirts or whatever, but they're typically like they're longer and they're not hyper feminine skirts. You know, it's kind of like, oh, we're men, we're wearing skirts, but, like, these skirts are still pretty manly, you know, like, they're not super feminine, like, why aren't there men wearing, like, the super mini skirts, like, the sexy heels, who are just normal men, you know, I hate that word, I just said it again, normal in the eyes of society, normal men, like, why can't we see, like, a something like, just a man who looks normal up top, and then he's wearing, like, a mini skirt with shaved legs and heels, like, I mean, that's not necessarily, like, my sexual fantasy or something like that, but I'm just saying, you don't see that. Um, but you see women wearing, like, pants, and, you know, it's okay. Or a woman can, like, enact masculine stuff and feminine stuff, and it's okay. So, I'm kind of, like, on the edge of what I want to talk about in the next episode, which is why do we have gender? Um, I'm skirting the edges of that conversation, and it's hard to not talk about that because you kind of have, it's just kind of my natural inclination to go want to talk about that next. Um, but that is that is going to be the next episode. Why do we have gender? So, like, I'm arguing it's a social construct, right? Like, well, why? Why not? Why is, why is it reinforced? what what incentives would someone like a higher power like i guess the government is what i'm saying what incentive would they have to reinforce these ideas that men and women are super different um and i'm i'm going to explain that in the next episode so but something that's nice is if you look up gender identity on wikipedia it's a pretty validating definition. I'm just going to read it to you. Gender identity is the personal sense of one's own gender. 
Gender identity can correlate with the person's assigned sex at birth or can differ from it. Gender expression typically reflects a person's gender identity, but that is not always the case. While a person may express behaviors, attitudes, and appearances consistent with a particular gender role, such expression may not necessarily reflect their gender identity. So I can inside, I can identify my gender and say I am female, but because of society's harsh rules that, you know, I'd have to look completely female if I wanted to say I'm female and wear a dress or something, I may wear normal guy clothes to go do my errands, right? And so my gender expression at that time that I'm expressing with my guy clothes is male, but my identity inside is female. So this is kind of what it's saying. Your expression may not necessarily affect your gender identity. Um, so that's important to think about, but it's a, this is like a pretty validating thing to read. I, I think, um, <sighs> okay, so the gender binary, that's, that's a word you should know, and it's, the gender binary is just referring to the classification of gender into male and female. So when people say, like, the gender binary, they're basically talking about the structure of male and female, so... And it just says, in the, in the gender binary model, sex, gender, and sexuality may be assumed by default to align with aspects of one's gender, inherently linked to one's genetic or gamete-based sex, or with one's sex assigned at birth. So, the gender binary, which is what we have, you know, in the U.S. for sure, is like I was saying, your sex, your gender, and sexuality are all linked to what you are assigned to at birth. And that is just my opinion. And I mean, I think there's good evidence that just is not true. Um, and we're seeing, you know, more studies kind of validating that or more, you know, more just like, I can't really say data because again, like, Oh man, I just realized my microphone wasn't plugged in this whole time, so I've been using my computer microphone. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> it might not sound as good as the first one, but that's okay. God, I just realized that. Um, sorry, I just interrupted my train of thought. Oh gosh. Oh. Can't remember what I was saying, but um, gender binary something something. Anyway, oh yeah. So there is no, there's nothing to prove either idea. You know, gender is a social construct. Gender is bio totally biological. There just isn't. That's just the fact of the matter. But I think, you know, people like me exist. I think that's good proof. You know, but. We can't diss on the scientific method, you know, in anthropology, you know, got to understand the scientific method. 
and this is a researcher develops a hypothesis, tests it through ver various means, and then modifies the hypothesis on the basis of the outcome of the test and experiments. Okay, that's a weird definition, but basically it's like, I have a theory. Gender is a social construct. Now I need to go do a variety of tests to prove this. Um, well, what there's not really a test I can do. So typically it'd be like, you know, I have a theory that... Um, God, what's a good one? Like, I have a theory that my scissors will cut any blade of grass, right? So then you take a thousand different blades of grass, different types of grass, and you cut them with your scissors, you know? And then you show that data and you say, look, my scissors cut all the blades of grass. And then you say... I prove, and so then your conclusion, oh, I've proved that my scissors can cut every blade of grass because, you know, look at my data. Um, but let's say 10 years later, um, another scientist comes and he says, like, I have a theory that you did your data wrong. I'm going to cut 10,000 pieces of grass and then, you know, the scissors don't cut the grass. Well, then he's that previous theory has been disproven. That's like how proving things works in the world. If you can't solve, if you can't prove something like that, it's not provable. You know what I mean? Like, and we kind of have to collectively decide, yes, this data is valid. So yeah, I got to cut 5,000 pieces of grass with his scissors. We're all like, yeah, that's, that's good data. That's enough. But as technology advances and as we get smarter, we can now cut 10,000 pieces of grass and we find, oh, that was wrong. Okay, these scissors can't cut every single thing of grass. And think about through history, we thought the earth was the center of the solar system, right? We got smarter, we got new technology, we realized, no, it's not, it's the sun. So, yeah, that that's just a brief, <laughs> how that, uh, combines with everything I hope like I'm making sense here I just think that's important not only to understanding gender studies it's important to understanding life in the world like you know people can claim all kinds of bullshit but that's like how you can claim something legitimately scientifically is by doing creating the hypothesis doing the data and and all this stuff can be proven wrong in the future nothing is certain like, nothing is certain. You know, we can always disprove things. Someone might find some crazy study. I mean, don't <laughs> take this literally, but someone might find some crazy study. Be like, oh, gravity is wrong. You know, it's different. There's something else because we have new technology and we had a new way to do tests. And now we've solved this thing. But, um, yeah, there's no way to prove this stuff is, like... There's the biological side, and, and I don't really fully know the biological argument of gender being like, I mean, maybe I can look something up real quick. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to, like, maybe, you know, one day soon I can look up arguments or, you know, like I said, I want to have a guest on the podcast. I can bring someone on. 
who would make that argument. We can listen to what they say. Just because, like, you know, we don't agree or I don't agree. Anyone, you don't agree with someone, there's nothing wrong with hearing what they think, um, you know. But, um, yeah, so next episode, I'm going to talk about why do we why do we have gender if it's social construct? And I'm pretty excited to talk about that. Um, but, yeah, so... This is going to go on YouTube, it's going to go on Spotify, it's on Anchor.com, which is like where I initially upload it, and then they put it on everything. Um, follow me. I have a podcast Twitter page now, so follow that, because uh, I think that's where I'm going to like post everything, updates for the podcast and stuff like that, and new episodes, so if you want to like keep in touch with like when the newest episode is, but I'll post it on my other stuff too. Um, yeah, I was a little unsure if I wanted to do a Twitter page for the podcast, but I figured I guess I would. I don't know. But, yeah, as always, please give me feedback. I'd love to hear what, um, you know, anyone's listening is thinking. If anyone has, like, a question they want me to go over on the show or the podcast, (laughs) I'm totally all ears for it. I love, you know, I'm totally open to constructive criticism, whatever, um, let me know. But yeah, thanks for listening. This is has been the Gender is a Bitch episode two. Um, yeah. Adios. <laughs>